0: Hello, hello, hello everybody. That's right. This is QD's Talk Time. And my name is LaQuisha Blair, but you can call me Q. So, it has been a little while, I know, but let me tell you, it has been a crazy, crazy, crazy adventure. So, to kick start things off. Let me just kind of give you a synopsis of everything that I've kind of been through these last few weeks. Well, um, to bring you up to speed, I am still on my weight loss journey. I have lost three pounds. I know you'd think it'd be more, but it isn't. Um, But I have lost four inches and I'm feeling very, very great about that. For some reason, I don't know if you know this, but when you start a weight loss journey, in my case, anyway, let me change that. In my case, in the time that I've started this weight loss journey, I have lost inches, but I haven't necessarily lost pounds. And let me tell you how I know that I've lost inches. Well. You know, we all as women and even some men. Let me let me change that. Even some men. When you start losing weight, you have these outfits. You have these pants or you have these dresses or that special outfit that you want to try to get into. You want to try to get down to. Well, I have several of them. <laughs> And, of course, I have been trying them on, and they have been really, really snug. Well, guess what? I finally tried one on, and I had some room. I was shocked. I could actually wiggle in that dress. It was a dress. So, I have lost inches, because the first time I tried it on, I could get it on, but... I couldn't wiggle in it. I couldn't move in it. It was tight. And it was so tight, let me tell you. This is going to sound really crazy, but I looked like I was pregnant. I really did. That's how big my stomach was. I looked like I was pregnant wearing this dress, which is not a great look. (laughs) I mean, if I were really pregnant, it would be different. But (laughs) when you're just big... (laughs) (laughs) And you have a belly that protrudes out that far. It makes a big difference. And luckily, I have a great support system. My beautiful, adoring, handsome guy thinks I'm absolutely wonderful just the way I am. But he doesn't understand us women. We have standards that we set for ourselves. And in my case... You know, not that I want to be some skinny mini, you know, I don't want to be this glamour model, but I want to feel good in my own skin and I want to feel comfortable and I want to be able to walk up a flight of steps without having to stop and take a breath uh, in between and I want to be able to run around behind my grandkids without telling them to slow down and wait on me. And I wanna be able to, you know, be able to to do things like, you know, just go for a walk without feeling out of breath. And here lately, I had not been able to do that. So um, until I started, you know, just kind of being mindful of what I eat and I'm still working on the exercise part of it, you know, but I am very mindful of what I eat. I'm getting plenty of rest and taking good care of myself and, you know, taking my vitamins to give me energy. And it's working. What I'm doing is working. So I am losing the, the inches. I won't say losing the weight, but I'm losing the inches. The weight, I know it will eventually come off, but what's more important to me is the inches, especially around my midsection. The rest of me, I'm fine with, but my midsection is just a little bit bigger than what I would like it to be, and as well as my thighs, which, you know, when, you, when you're when you heavier than what your body will allow, because we all have that threshold, That when we get to a point where our body feels too heavy, you can barely move, your body starts aching. You have these pains when you get up in the morning, the pains when you sit down. And if you've been sitting too long, you have the pains when you get up. And when you're walking around, you have the pains just from moving. And it gets to a point where you got to figure something out. You have to stop doing something. And if if you're bending your elbow to put the spoon or the fork in your mouth, you got to stop. Or at least you got to start putting something more healthy in it. And in my case, I had to start putting more healthier foods in my mouth rather than all the junk food that I was eating. And I don't mean candy and cake. I mean, well, maybe a little bit of cake and a little bit of ice cream. I was eating a little too much of that, but I mean junk food, like fast food, like hamburgers and french fries. And it wasn't that I was eating a lot of it, but I was eating enough that it was causing health problems for me. And so I can't speak for everybody, but when you get to that point, you have to start doing things to change your body to change your mind to change your habits. And so that's what I've done. I've I've started changing my habits. Am I there yet? No. I still have a ways to go. I still have some things I gotta get through. I'm I'm still working on that. But in the meantime, I have lost four inches. I'm very, very proud of that. And so That is where we are with the weight loss journey. Now, let me tell you what else has been going on. So, I have an issue with my arm. Now, I have gone to the doctor for months and months and even years now, uh, For the and I can say years because it's been at least for the last two to three years. Um, I hurt my arm and I don't know how I did it, but somehow or another I hurt my arm. So now what happens is I have um, muscle damage or nerve damage or bone damage, I'm not sure Twitch, but I can't move my arm. I don't have the mobility that I used to have. Now, I can move it around just about any way that I want. The problem is, is sometimes, and it's intermittent, that it happens, it doesn't happen all the time, and it's not the same movement that it happens. If it were, I would just know not to move it in that particular direction and I'd be okay. But in this case, what's happening is whenever I raise my arm, ooh, or lower my arm or even just bend my arm, something happens that I get a sharp pain and it goes numb or it just falls. Um, and I, I just lose I lose the ability to maneuver it for just a split second. And so um, that having been said, I have been going back and forth to the doctor and trying to figure out what's going on and and I'm still dealing with that. but in the meantime, um, I have been talking to my doctor about, Uh, getting a breast reduction. Now, I'm saying all of this because I know there are other people out there that may be in similar situations. And what I would say to you is make sure that you are talking to your doctor about everything that's going on. My doctor probably gets tired of me telling him every little detail about what's going on with my body. But... I think it's very important that they know so that they can help you make some decisions about, you know, what you want to do. And in my case, I am seriously wanting to have a breast reduction. Let me tell you why. I'm very top heavy. I'm wearing a size F. Now, if I'm, you know... Um, standing up anybody that looks at me they think I'm I'm built perfectly fine and nothing's wrong but what happens what has happened to me over the years is I have what they what I call coat hanger shoulders now I don't know if you know what that is but have you seen those coat hangers that on the ends of the coat hangers they have this little dip um, to hold the shirt or the blouse or the dress on the coat hanger it's like a little a little curve so that when you put the straps on the coat hanger they don't slide off well my shoulders are like that and i have these little dips one on each side where over the years because i am so top heavy my bra strap has created this groove in my shoulders and it's down to the bone where I have this permanent dip in both of my shoulders. And in doing so, it's caused the nerve damage, which has affected one of my arms severely and it's starting to affect the other arm. And the cause of this is because I am so top heavy. I wear a size F if I wear the correct bra, um, or a triple D, uh, depending on where you go to purchase them. It's either the letter F or it's a triple D, and it it's really odd for me because most people think that if you are that large, if you have that large size breast, then you have to be really huge. And I'm not really huge. Um, I, I'm heavy as in I weigh a lot, but as far as my size, I'm not that big. Um, and it's very uh, disarming when you look at me, because I look as though I wear maybe a fourteen, sixteen, because I carry my weight very well. Um, I always have. I get that from my mom. She was she was built like a brick house. I mean, she was very curvy and uh, a very beautiful woman. And I took back after my mom in her, uh, the way she carried herself, her physique, um, I guess it's the best way to say that, which is great for me on the one hand, because, you know, nobody would ever guess that I weigh as much as I do just by looking at me. So um, all of that being said, I've kind of been going through a few health issues and, and I'm taking good care of myself, but I just wanted you guys to know what's been going on. So now let's talk about what else has been going on. Well, um, Dee and I have been talking about moving to Mexico And we had even gone so far as to, you know, plan out, Um, The trip that we were going to take and how we were going to find a place and we were we've been looking at all of these videos with, you know, all the different expats that have left the USA and moved to Mexico. And it sounded wonderful until we started looking at everything that we would have to go through to make this happen. Now, it's not that much of a complicated issue for others, but for us, because of our own personal, um, our own personal ordeals that we've developed and had to go through just being here in the U S, um, because not going into a whole lot, but we've changed our citizenship status. And so, if we were to move to another country like Mexico, we would have to do the research there to get the benefits that we already have here. And so we've come to a conclusion that for now, we're just going to stay here in the United States um, and and continue to live as we have, which has been very beneficial for us but um, we will be looking to take our vacations to Mexico and even other parts of the world we have been looking around at all these different videos with everybody going to all these different countries and yes we have the travel bug it has bit us hard so we are doing everything within our power to be able to make that happen, make that dream of ours happen. So, uh, in the meantime, I decided, you know, last month, uh, or excuse me, June, because I skipped July altogether, I know, I am so very sorry that I did that. I just got caught up in my own little world and I forgot to bring you guys along with me. So I will not let that happen again if I can help it. It has it's going to have to be something major to keep me away from you guys because I love sharing with you. I really do. But it has just been, as I said, I kind of went through a little bit of an ordeal. Now, I know, I'm sure you guys understand how that happens. You know, you get caught up in your own little world and things within your life happen and it just kind of takes you out of the norm of the things that you do. And so to keep that from happening again... I have some plans in place, you'll be happy to know, so that you will not miss another episode, and I will not miss another episode to keep you apprised of what's going on. So, that having been said, um, back in June, I took my three older granddaughters to um, Chattanooga and they, we had some activities that we did with them. Well, this past weekend, <laughs> I decided, okay, I'm going to take DJ and Kira. That's my, my 9 and 10-year-old. And so, D and I decided we were going to take them for the weekend. And we went to Gatlinburg. Uh, up in Sevierville, which is right here in East Tennessee, up in the Smoky Mountains near the Appalachians. And we were going to go up there and just have a ball, let them play, enjoy themselves. And that's what we did. So Saturday, um, it was kind of a crazy day because we were supposed to leave at about two o'clock, 2 o'clock. That was the plan. Well, you know how to make God laugh, right? You plan something and he's like, <laughs> no, 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 it's not going to go that way. And that's exactly what happened. So I planned <laughs> to leave around 12 or excuse me, around 1.30, two o'clock on this past Saturday. Well, guess what? That didn't happen. So. Um, Dee and I were sitting here, we'd gotten dressed, we'd gotten our little bags packed for the weekend, and we were sitting here waiting on the grandkids to get here so that we could take them. Well, my daughter calls and she says, well, I need you to take the the older girls shopping. So I took the older girls and I went shopping, and this was about nine o'clock that morning. So I got back at around one o'clock, about 15 after one is when we got back. And so, um, after I got back shopping, D and I, of course, were sitting here waiting on DJ and Kira, my nine and 10 year old granddaughter and grandson. And so, um, we kept sitting here waiting and waiting. And finally I get a phone call from my daughter, Melinda, and she and their twins, my, my, my two girls, Melinda and Miranda. They apparently had gone shopping to get a few things that they thought DJ and Kira might need for the weekend, and in the midst of them driving from the store, from the shopping mall here, I think they were at the Walmart, which is probably about three miles down the road. By the time uh, they were on their way back, some woman hit them with their car, and It was a hit and run. She hit them. She backed into them. Well, she hit the woman in front of her. And then she backed into my daughter's and she took off. It was a hit and run. And so they were stuck down the street waiting on the police to come so that they could file a report and i get a phone call saying mom we're stuck down here we just got hit by another car the car took off and we're sitting here waiting on the police to come we're okay but we're waiting so they were okay they weren't hurt thank goodness but they did have the kids in the car with them so i had to go down there and get the kids so i drove about two and a half miles down the street to the walmart shopping center to get the kids Um, and bring them back here to the house and then of course we had to wait for um, the you know my daughters to get done with the police to get here to get the older kids and take them on home so by the time all of this happened it was about four o'clock by the time we got on the road, so we did not get to the mountains until about 5:30, 6 o'clock. So, by the time we got up to Gatlinburg, we ended up going and finding a hotel in Sevierville. And so, I wanted to find a hotel with a pool, so that the kids could at least spend the rest of the evening playing in the pool, and that. That's it, pretty much what happened. Um, we finally, D and I, we drove up to Gatlinburg with the kids with um, DJ and Kira. And DJ's the 10 year old and Kira's the nine year old. And we got um, up to Sevierville and it was really nice. It was a nice drive. Um, So we get up there, we stop and got them something to eat. There's a little place up there called The Diner. And it's it's a theme restaurant. And so it's made like one of these old time 1960s um, uh, restaurants. And everybody in there wears these candy striped outfits and they have the... You know, the uh, 1960s music with Elvis Presley and um, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis and, you know, all the old singers like that. And they wear this big hairspray hair, (laughs) something that you would have seen back in the 50s and the 60s and, uh, or rather more so the... 40s 50s and 60s I guess you would say and so anyway we stopped there and got burgers and fries for the kids and and we got us something neat we sat in there I guess probably about an hour and enjoyed the music and and the fun and the camaraderie that was going on in there and then we ended up going to the hotel now we get to the hotel is about seven o'clock and I'm thinking that the kids were going to be wore out because it was such a long drive and they had such a long day already. Of course not. They were not wore out at all. I was wore out, but they weren't. And D was definitely wore out. So (laughs) we got into the hotel room and D says, I'm going to go lay down and take a nap. And DJ and Kira decided they wanted to go swimming, so I went down to the pool and sat with them. These kids were in the pool from 7.30 Saturday evening until 10.30 Saturday evening. The pool didn't close until 10.30, and they were not getting out. They were running around there, splashing around, jumping in and out of the pool, having contests, and it was just... It was hilarious because every five minutes I kept hearing my name, Nana, Nana. And I look up and DJ's going, okay, Nana, you have to count. And I'm like, what are you, what do you mean you, I have to count. And he says, you have to count. We're going to have a race from one side of the pool to the other. So I said, okay. So I'm counting one, two, ready, go. Well, you'd think when I say go, they would start swimming. No, they didn't start swimming until like, you know, I kept saying, go, go. And then finally they started swimming. So (laughs) they go across, they go halfway across the pool and come back. And they're like, I won. And I'm, I'm like, you didn't even make it all the way across the pool. But they didn't care. They were splashing around and having fun. And so they stayed in the pool until 1030 that night. And finally, I had to drag him out of the pool. I was like, okay, guys, you got to get out. It's time to go to the room. Let's go take a shower and then everybody go to bed. So I get them to the room and they all, you know, they go and take their showers and get their night clothes on. And I let them, you know, watch TV for just a little bit because it's a weekend, you know, it's their vacation. They don't have to go to bed right away. Um, but they fell asleep before I did. So that was what I was hoping for. <laughs> so I, I did get to get a little bit of rest. So Sunday. Sunday morning, we got up and decided that we were going to go further up into the mountains, up into the Smokies. Well, first we went um, to the McDonald's across the street from the hotel and got us a bike to eat. And then the kids decided they wanted to go go go-kart riding. So let me tell you. D and I got in these goal carts because I rode with Kira and D rode with DJ. And so we got in these goal carts. Now, you have to imagine, I'm 56 years old <laughs> and D is a little bit younger than me. <laughs> but we're in this goal cart and this thing sits on the ground. My knees are killing me. But I have to drive. And so we're driving around this thing, and the kids are screaming and yelling, and we're going. It didn't matter how much I pushed this thing. This thing was flying. I could not slow it down. This go-kart was flying around this racetrack. It was so much fun, but at the same time, it was so scary. And then... When we finally come to a stop, now I'm panicking because I'm thinking, oh, Lord, how am I ever going to get my big butt out of this go-kart? So I finally get out of the (laughs) go-kart. I finally get out of the go-kart. And I could not hardly walk. My knees were locked up on me. So I'm trying to put on a brave face and stand up straight and, you know, look like nothing's wrong. (laughs) So in the meantime, my, my knees are killing me. My hips are killing me. So I, I was like, okay guys, we're, let's go on up into the mountains. So we drove from the go-kart place all the way up into Gatlinburg and I had a surprise. I wanted to take the kids on a ski trip. Well, of course it was raining when we got up there, so we couldn't get, um, not on a ski trip, but on, um what do you call it? The ski lift. Um, and it goes way up to the top of the mountains and the scenery is absolutely gorgeous. You've got a view of the mountains with all the smoke and the, it looks like smoke, but it's really the clouds sitting on top of the mountain peaks. Um, and, and it's, absolutely beautiful. And the sky was bright. It was hot and sunny outside. So the sky was clear and bright. And you could see everything for miles and miles. And you got to see all these beautiful chalets and all these beautiful um, townhomes. And and I mean, not townhomes, but um, oh, what do you call them? Uh, cabins, these beautiful cabins. And it was absolutely gorgeous. So the problem was it was raining when we got up there. So we we didn't get to get on the ski lift right away. So we ended up going to this place um, that lets you play like four games all in one. And so we ended up going to... Well, we... We first went to an arcade, and the kids got to play all these games and win tickets. And then we ended up going to this other place where they got to play uh, the four games in one. And so they played Laser Tag, and then they played... I can't even remember what the name of the games were, but the object of one of the games was... It was kind of like a Simon Says, you know, um, you have these lights that flash and you have to hit the corresponding light in the same manner in which it flashes. So it would be like a red light flash once and then a green light flash twice and then a blue light flash once. And so you would have to go back and hit the red light and then the green light twice and then the red, the blue light once, you know, just as, as it flashed. So they played that game. Um, which took all of like five minutes. (laughs) It wasn't very long at all. And then they went back to play laser tag again. And Dee and I were so tired from just the last night and the day, you know, the earlier part of the day's events. We just sat there like old people. We could not move. Neither one of us. We couldn't hardly move. So we sat there and let them play. So they just went ahead and played well. Then the rain cleared up and, you know, it, it, the sun came out and it was just as hot as it was before it rained. And so we ended up going on the ski lift, finally. Um, And it was when we got up there at the top of the ski lift where you could look out and see all the scenery across the mountains. And you could see um, all these different peaks. And part of the wonder of this view is not only could you see all the mountains, but you can see in three different states from the top of this ski lift you could see three different states and so which was absolutely wonderful and so they have this bridge now this bridge is a swinging rope bridge that goes from one side of the mountain to the other side of the mountain, and when you get to the other side, of course, uh, if you make it across, you can, you know, get your picture because they take your picture as you're, you know, going across. So when we got to the other side, we walked across this bridge, and of course, it was windy and it was swinging, and people were walking back and forth on it, which made it swing and and sway even more. And so you're walking and hanging on to the side of it with all your might. And <laughs> and my grandson was, he was okay with it, but my granddaughter, she was about to have a fit. So she was holding on to me and I'm holding on to the side of the rope as we're walking across this rope bridge and people are coming towards us and passing us all at the same time. And they're walking like like it's normal, like they're just walking on the street. But, you know, you're 200 feet above ground and there's nothing holding you but this wooden wicker rope bridge. And in the middle of this wooden wicker rope bridge, um, they do have some metal metal cords, I guess is what you would call them, that kind of stabilizes it. But in the middle of this bridge, where the wicker runs out, there's glass. They have glass. So you can actually look down and see straight through the glass. And the glass is very thick and sturdy. It'll hold you, but it's kind of scary to walk across. So we walked across it and got to the other side. And of course, we got our pictures and... We were kind of looking at the scenery and then it was time to go back. (laughs) So we ended up coming back. And then when we finally made it back down to the bottom of the hill, um, you know, we rode the ski lift all the way back down to the bottom of the mountain. And then when we finally got back down there, um, We ended up stopping and getting snacks. Of course, the kids wanted uh, funnel cakes. And I don't know if you know what a funnel cake is, but basically it's pancake batter that they kind of swirl in this little thin line and they make these little swirlies and then they deep fry it and put powdered sugar all over the top of it. And they call it a funnel cake. And um, it's got kind of a sweet, chewy taste to it. And then my grandson wanted deep fried Oreo cookies. Now, I never had deep fried Oreo cookies. And after I tried them, I decided I don't like them because um, it just tasted like bread to me. And it wasn't sweet at all you would think I mean when you think of an Oreo cookie you think that creamy filling in the middle um, that's basically what makes it sweet but when it's deep fried you've got not only the cookie but then you've got this this dough over top of the cookie and the only sweet part in the whole part of it is this little thin piece of of cream that actually gets melted when you deep fry an oreo cookie so it's not very sweet at all unless you put something on top of it like i don't know chocolate or powdered sugar or something and they, they did put powdered sugar on it but it wasn't it didn't make it taste any better to me he loved it but to me i didn't like it so Um, he got his, some, and I ended up getting a, uh, chili dog, a hot dog with chili and, and onions (laughs) and D wasn't hungry. So he didn't get anything at all. So we ended up just kind of snacking a little bit. And then we, you know, drove back down from Gatlinburg back down into, um, Sevierville, um, which is the lower part of the Smoky Mountains. And once we got down there, the, of course, the kids wanted to go um, uh, go-kart riding again. <laughs> Dee said he couldn't do it. So I ended up go-kart riding with the kids again. And oh, my knees, they they, they wore me out. That's all I can say is the grandbabies wore me out. So, it was a wonderful weekend. They had a blast. They got to eat junk food and play and and explore, and it was a whole bunch of fun, but by the time we got back home, I dropped Kira off first. Um, and she went home and took her shower cause you know, of course Monday was a school day and they had to get ready for school. And then I dropped DJ off second. And by the time D and I got home, all we could do, we, we ended up taking a shower and crawling in the bed, uh, it was it was just such a long day. Neither one of us felt like doing anything. We didn't want to eat. We didn't want to watch TV. We didn't want to do anything except get in the bed and go to sleep. <laughs> so that's what we ended up doing. So it was an eventful weekend and it has been an eventful last month. Um, I haven't said everything that's gone on just because it has been really crazy and I'll save that part for another episode. But I just wanted to let you know, I didn't forget about you. I promise you I didn't. I have been fussing at myself because I knew I should have been keeping you guys in the loop about what was going on. And, and I am so sorry. Let me just apologize that I did not do that. But let me let you know that I have things in place so that that won't happen again. So just know that your old pal Q (laughs) is still right here with you. I'm still praying for you, laughing with you. I hope you're laughing with me as well. And in the meantime, you have been listening to QD's Talk Time. Again, my name is LaQuisha Blair, but you can call me Q. All my friends do. And I hope you're one of my friends. May God bless you. May God keep you. Just know I love you. God loves you. Keep looking up. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.